Welcome to Talking True Crime. I'm Mark Williams-Thomas. We're joining you now on an ongoing investigation. 54 days ago, Constantine Martin went missing with her partner, Mark Gordon. They were both arrested last night in Brighton following a huge search to locate them. Why are they being looked for? Well, they were being looked for because Constantine gave birth to a child. We don't know the sex of that child. That birth, that birth took place in the back of a car on the M61. Having given birth, they then left the car, burnt it, and went on the run. Now, you could say, well, why is that a problem? Well, it's a problem because that child, from that moment to date, has not received any medical care. Constantine herself was known to Children's Services, and Mark uh, Gordon, who is the individual with her, is a sex offender. He was jailed in the United States for 20 years for rape. So that is why the authorities are concerned for the welfare and safety of this child. Since their arrest, in custody, they have not spoken. They have refused to say where the child is or give any indication of their well-being and also refused to say whether the child is a male or female. That is something the police have been trying to identify since they found the car, because in the back of the car where Constantine gave birth was the placenta of the child. That's gone off for analysis, and they're still waiting for the determination whether or not that child is male or female. There is a huge manhunt underway now, child hunt underway to try and find this baby. And it is very much focused around the area where they were arrested last night. Now, we're going to go live to the scene. Andrew Gardner is reporting for Argos Live. He's going to talk to us about what's going on there. Some of you will have seen the photographs and the pictures on the TV because all the national newspapers and broadcasters are covering this. Andrew, let's go live to you. Andrew, what's the latest from the scene? Um, yeah, so I'm in uh, Hollingdean at the moment where um, the whole area um, of woodland and allotments has been a hive of police activity. Um, as you can see behind me, there are several police vehicles um, from both Sussex Police and the Metropolitan Police um, who are all searching and scouring every last square inch of the area um, in the hope of finding the child. Thank you, Andrew. Let's just get an update in relation to the police search. So uh, early on today, the police officer leading the hunt was spoken to. Let's just play that clip. So um, shortly after 9.30 last night, um, Constance uh, and Mark were located by a member of the public uh, who subsequently dialed 999 following uh, observing them and seeing the images in the, in the national news. Um, Sussex police arrived in the locality we are now um, and detained the couple. Um, unfortunately, at that time, the baby was not present. And at this time, we now were working on an open land search in the area um, to locate the baby. Andrew, just give me a sense of the typography there. What are they searching? They're searching some land, which I think is a golf course, but there's also some allotments there they're searching. That's right. Um, so for the last um, couple of hours, the police have been searching the allotments, um, which are fairly large, I would say, probably about a mile um, in, in length, really. And that there's been a, a line of police officers there searching, um, systematically going through every single allotment, shed, um, bucket, tipping everything upside down in the hope of finding the child. Um, in terms of obviously where we are in Brighton, we're sort of in the north end of the city um, in, in, in a valley. Um, we're surrounded by trees and, and hills on either side. 
Um, and it really does back on to Stanmer Park and the South Downs National Park um, and, and, and beyond. Now, we understand they've been sleeping rough. That's the information that's being given to us by the police. It was very cold last night in Brighton, wasn't it, Andrew? It was freezing. Um, I mean, the last few nights have been particularly cold. And in fact, most of the time they've been missing. And since they were last seen in New Haven, um, it's been very, very, very cold overnight. So we know that they've travelled from north. They were on the M61 where their car they set fire to after giving birth. Following 54 days, they've, they've moved around. They've ended up now in the south coast. There was that sighting in New Haven. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Um, yeah, so they were spotted in New Haven on January 8th um, by a CCTV camera uh, just near the port. Um, there was a very small speck in, in the image. Um, and then shortly after, the, uh, they were spotted again on that same night um, on a road uh, that led up to the South Downs National Park. And they were seen uh, walking uh, up that road. And that was the last we'd seen of them in Sussex until obviously last night, uh, just before 9.30 p.m this has now become a major search it's not just involving officers from sussex and in fact when i looked at the photographs this morning and the video this morning there's an awful lot of officers literally they've had to pull them in they're also being supported by officers from the metropolitan police and, and why they are that is because this is a metropolitan police crime this is initially being investigated by the metropolitan police this is an awful lot of police officers in brighton in that area that they're scouring now. Is there a lot of activity behind you, Andrew? Absolutely. Um, for almost the whole time I've been here this morning, and I got here um, just after eight in the morning, there's been um, police officers coming in vans, uh, Metropolitan Police branded vans, um, just ferried in uh, en masse and getting out. Um, most of the search uh, has been conducted by Metropolitan Police officers, um, and a lot of the vehicles behind me are indeed from that same force. Um, Sussex police are here and there, um, but the majority, as you say, is, is definitely led by Sussex police. So the other interesting thing, just for people to bring them away, so police forces work on mutual aid. What that means is that a police force can call upon another police force who has a specialism to come and assist them, and it's called mutual aid uh, by the very nature. Now, what happens is those police forces will then come in and they will provide support for the local police. Uh, it obviously means that the officers who are working in the local force don't have all abstractions where everybody's just pulled into one area. And of course, crime then has a potential to increase elsewhere, but also it means that they're not policing those other areas. The massive advantage of being able to call upon the Metropolitan Police, who are literally up the road, is that they have huge amounts of officers who are driving around on a day-to-day -day basis in tactical support teams, who can provide that very quick mutual aid. So they're very lucky, really, that this is taking place uh, in an area that is so close to the city. But also, whilst it's been incredibly cold over overnight, the weather now is quite pleasant, isn't it? The sun's out, and actually it's quite positive in terms of being able to search. We've got longer hours now in the day. Absolutely. I mean, I've got quite a thin jacket on today. Um, you know, there's a slight breeze, but definitely I think, you know, the police are, you know, they're not, they're not wrapped up warm. They're not, you know, huddling together for warmth, dare I say. They are very proactive in what they're doing. And, you know, as you say, it, it's, the weather's definitely a lot better than it has been in, in, in recent weeks. And I think the other thing that's really important to stress is that this baby hasn't been seen for some time now. The, the last images of this baby was soon after 
the child went missing. They have made quite a lot of attempts to try and hide their identity. I think some of those photographs that we've seen through the CCTV is them wearing big clothing. And I think the information certainly that's coming to us from the police is that they were sleeping rough in the local area. Is that what you've been told, Andrew? That's um, exactly what I understand as well. Um, obviously, from reports from the police and obviously members of the public as well, we've heard that they have been uh, seen camping in blue, or understood to be camping in a blue tent. Um, obviously, we can sort of reasonably conclude as well that between New Haven and around the area as well, they've uh, obviously maybe been sleeping rough in the South Downs National Park. And just give me a sense of how big is that South Downs National Park? I mean, it's, it's a colossal area, isn't it? It's massive. Um, the South Downs National Park runs, to my understanding, from uh, sort of Hampshire way all the way down to Eastbourne, uh, which is a fair few miles east of us as well. Um, and, you know, you could go and you could walk days without seeing another person uh, if, you're, if you're quite careful with, with where you go. Now, some of the questions we've been asked, and I've certainly seen not just now from the questions that are coming in from viewers, but also in relation to the response that I've had on Twitter and Instagram, is people are saying, well, why is there a concern? Why is there a concern? Why aren't these two people able to just go? Why has it now become a huge search? Well, it is because of the child, the vulnerability and the risk of that child. The child was born without any medical support. And in the hours and now the days since that and the weeks, it still hasn't received any uh, medical support. So we don't know what condition that child is in. The director of midwifery said in the very early days that they had a concern. This is her talking. Constance, my name's Shireen and I'm here to speak to you as a midwife and a mother. I'm not here to judge you, but here to help you and your baby. I know that you really love your baby and I know what an exciting and worrying time being a mum can be and I want to make sure that you and your baby are okay and get the care you need. After you have a baby, midwives are there to check you're recovering physically and emotionally and adjusting to caring for your newborn. We check your baby's feeding properly and putting on weight and they have screening tests to make sure their heart, hearing, hips and eyesight all look okay. We also check for some rare conditions and put care plans in place to support them if needed. But it's not too late to have these checks done and to make sure your baby is healthy. You're putting your baby at risk by not accessing medical care. So it's really important that you come and see a midwife, a doctor or another healthcare professional as soon as possible. So the police have been very clear this morning that they are looking for the baby, but of course looking for the baby in the hope that, that uh, they are still alive. I can't even call him him or her because we don't know the sex of that baby. The parents Constantina and Mark are refusing to engage with the police in any way at all they do have a background of course you know Mark himself has been in custody he was in jail in the United States age 14 when he committed rape and battery and as a result of that I'm sure he's probably pretty hostile to the police and in terms of her she has cut ties with her family almost entirely I don't think there's any contact that she has or they have with her uh, and the reports were that when she left she left with a considerable sum of money between five to fifteen thousand pounds in order to you know to, to carry on with whatever life they wanted to do the problem is of course is that there comes a period of time when that ends they have to you know surface to some degree and it was a very brave and very you know astute individual last night that cited them do we know any more about that andrew how did that come about last night that they were arrested um yeah so um obviously there's not a great deal of information available um but 
we understand that just before 9.30 p.m., uh, a member of the public contacted the police, uh, they contacted Sussex Police, and said that they spotted uh, Constance and her partner um, in, 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 in the area, in, in Hollingdean, and police officers quickly arrived, and they were both placed under arrest. However, obviously, the child was not with them. And, of course, the position of the police is that they are now searching the area around where they're arrested in the hope that the child has been placed somewhere. You know, perhaps it's been put into a building or a shed or something just to stay warm and to be looked after. And, of course, that then they've gone then for a walk and then going to come back. I mean, some of the key indicators will be what they find at the scene. So where they've been living, of course, if the child is still with them, and has been with them there will be some evidence of that child there'll be some kind of milk i suspect to some degree there'll be nappies uh, there'll be some strong indication of as to when that child was last with them and of course they'll be working very heavily in relation to that and they'll be working off intelligence as well i'm sure there'll be uh, people that are filtering in sightings things that they've heard and they've seen uh, this is a very tight-knit community there i mean do you know it very well andrew um, yeah, so Hollingdean's really just up the road from the centre of Brighton, and I know a lot of people around here, there are some very active Facebook groups in the community, um, and, and certainly among the people I spoke to today, a lot of them have heard about it through, you know, posts on the internet or even just speaking to their neighbours, where they've then come down and, you know, spoke uh, to see, what, see what's going on, really. So... Jody, you grew up in Hollingdean. Jody's our producer. Jody, just give us a sense of, of what this is probably meaning to the community and what the community's like. Yeah, hi there, Mark. Um, yeah, no, it just so happens, obviously, I grew up in, in Hollingdean, which is on the outskirts of, of uh, Brighton and Hove. Um, it's a very low income area. Um, it's uh, uh, basically a, a big um, council estate uh, revolving around um, a little area in the middle with a few shops, um, which is uh, affectionately known as the Dip. Um, it's, you know, people do know each other um, living on the street. Everyone plays football together um, in the same same areas. Um, there's a children's centre at the heart of it. Um, it's very much a, a very close knit, um, low income uh, uh, community. Um, and I, I imagine it's, it's quite shocking for them to um, well be kept awake by the uh, police helicopter last night and obviously wake up to the news uh, this morning. And I think you heard the helicopter last night. That area to search, I mean, is it quite rural? Is there a lot of uh, houses as well as the wasteland where they're searching? Well, so you have Hollingdean um, and you have Hollingbury. Um, so Hollingbury, um, there's a lot of area, um, grassland area uh, around there. Um, in Hollingbury, you have a 24-hour Asda. Um, and then around there, you have goal, uh, the golf course. Um, and then you have this kind of, um, you know, really, really sort of um, uh, bushes and sticks sort of area, um, which covers sort of a, a mile, a couple of miles. Um, you've also got a lot of allotment areas around there. Um, we heard from Andrew um, from the Brighton Argus that, that the police were actually searching some of that allotment um, earlier on today. Um, so Hollingdean is obviously um, just sort of by Hollingbury, Holl um, but Hollingbury, uh, lots of open space um, and, and lots of sort of um, uh, general places, uh, bushes and, and um, fields and, and things like that with, a, um, with a, uh, an Asda right at the centre of it. So the family have appealed for Constantine Martin to 
to come forward. They have peeled from the very day that she went missing to give information, to talk to the authorities. Don't forget, when she first went missing, the concern was simply about the baby. The concern was about the welfare of that child to ensure, as we've heard from the midwife, that the relevant checks were done and that the child was in a good place. And to support, of course, the mum. You know, since, well, when when mums have babies, you know, there's all kinds of issues that come up. So they wanted to also provide support from her. But as the days have become weeks, and of course, there's no sighting of the baby now, the concerns have grown. And the concerns have grown for the welfare of that child, where the mum has not put that child first. And I think that's very clear. You know, that is why that the parents have been arrested on suspicion of child neglect. Now, we mustn't say anything more in relation to that. That's they are, you know, they're subject to criminal investigation at the moment. But people have asked, you know, why is it that they've been arrested when she's just gone missing with a child? Well, that is it. It is about the safety and welfare of that child. There's been no medical care given to that child. And if that child is well and safe, then, of course, the prerogative is for the family, for the parents to say, well, this is where they are. They're not doing that. And they are obviously as a result of that, meaning that the police have to, to search everywhere. And we can see some of those pictures. You know, police officers are literally lifting every single area that's covered up because we're talking about a very small child here. We're talking about a baby which could quite easily be hidden. So they are having to search all of those areas by hand. And that is hugely, hugely time labor intensive. And of course, the time is against them. The longer it is that that child isn't found, the more likely it is, of course, sadly, that um, you know its condition may be much worse. So they need to find that child as quickly as possible and you can see the area is absolutely flooded by police andrew just just go back we can see police officers there having a, a small briefing those are metropolitan police officers having a briefing prior to searching again andrew a lot of police officers around you are we expecting an update from the police anytime soon i hope so um at the moment, uh, on, on the ground, it certainly feels as if uh, the efforts uh, right at the bottom end have, have died down and there's a lot of activity. Um, and I feel as if as we're coming into the uh, sort of afternoon and evening, we should be expecting to hear something even just about how the search is, is going on. And have you seen them pulling away slightly? I mean, there's, there's presumably only a certain amount of searches that can take place in an area once they've cleared that. Um, yeah, I mean, I think what the police have been doing at the moment is they've really been systematically searching the whole area from south to north. Um, as you said, you know, uplifting every single part of, uh, of the area. So I think after you've searched that, I'm not sure what more uh, really can be found. I mean, earlier on, um, there was uh, some, a, some, a little girl sort of pink uh, earmuffs were found and the police marked that location then further investigation um, using the what three words software um, and I think that might continue and we might see revisits of certain areas later today. Yeah obviously they're having to collect all that information searching all of those areas and because it's quite a you know residential area there'll be lots of things that have been dumped there over the years but you know the police will have to secure all of it just in case it may potentially connect. 
this i don't know if you've had a chance to speak to or see any of the residents there are the residents all out and and perhaps helping or asking what's going on um yeah so the people i've spoken to today are all very keen to uh chip in uh, where they can uh, i know some people have uh, as the uh, metropolitan police have encouraged as well uh, they've checked their outbuildings they've checked their gardens um i know the police were conducting door-to-door inquiries earlier today as well and they've you know i think people have been very forthcoming with with the investigation um i know i i was uh, doing a live stream earlier for the argus and the amount of comments that were coming in of people wanting to go up and help out uh, where possible um was overwhelming if anything i just want to read uh, a comment that was given by constantine's father to the independent not long after she went missing and this is what he said he said he wanted his daughter to understand that she is much loved whatever the circumstances and the family is deeply concerned for you and your baby's welfare the past eight years have been painful for all the family as well as your friends and they must have been for you and to see you so vulnerable again is testing in the extreme he said uh, he hoped that she would return or make contact as soon as possible so that is a family who has really reached out to her she's obviously become quite estranged from them now there's no communication in any aspect at all uh, and obviously she's now you know, partnered up with mark gordon who himself is a correct commit convicted sex offender you know he went to jail age 14 in america and spent 20 years in jail for brutal rape and battery so that isn't a pairing of course that any family would want but it's a parent that she has chosen uh, of course the more complicated aspect comes because she has now had a child there would be a uh, call to children's services whatever because there is obviously a risk in relation to that child potentially with a convicted sex offender so they would need to do an assessment whatever in relation to that of course it's gone much further than that now because the welfare of that child is unknown the police are doing everything they can to try and locate that child as quickly as possible one has to hope that constantine and mark will eventually or hopefully soon start speaking that is possibly not going to happen you know they've come into custody and their opportunity of course was to speak to say something but they've declined they've deliberately chosen to withheld where that child is and of course any other details in relation to that child and that makes the job of the police so much harder we are all hoping and praying that that young baby will be found as soon as possible but of course the reality is is that without the help of the family without the help of the mother and the father that is much much harder and it's a huge task for the police because whilst they're searching that area there they have been to other locations and as you said andrew they've been to new haven how far away is that um yeah so new haven's a solid sort of five or so miles along the coast um for those who don't really know the area well it's port town um so it's got quite a lot of houses there's a large industrial estate there as well and i, I understand that the police are searching down that way as well um which is where they were last seen um on uh, january 8th before uh, they were found last night and that's obviously a long time ago so we haven't seen the baby for a very long time now which obviously adds to the greater concern 
Jamil, you've been looking at some of the questions that have been coming in from our viewers. Are there any that we can uh, mention? Hi, Mark. Yeah, lots of comments of uh, people concerned about the the baby, especially considering we've had such cold nights recently. Um, we have a, a question here from Sophie P who asks, has she had any other children? So if the couple have any uh, any other children. Uh, we also have a question from Lottie Totty one who asks, will the authorities have power to detain them and or have her sectioned under the Mental Health Act? Um, we also have a question from Jax on YouTube who asks, was the baby seen the last time the couple was seen on CCTV? So let's deal with that last one. Andrew, my understanding is that the baby wasn't seen when they were caught on the New Haven CCTV. Is that right? Um, yes, the New Haven CCTV really wasn't um, particularly clear. However, what we do know is the taxi driver um, did report them as having a baby at the time. And the taxi driver who dropped them off, that is so that's very positive. So the sighting around that time in the New Haven from the taxi driver was that they were with a baby at that stage. That's right. And um, the CCTV of them uh, later on in New Haven did show uh, Constance as holding um, something that might have resembled um, a child or something like that in her arms. Right. So that's really, really positive. Of course, I, I'm seeing the sighting here of the very early days in, in Whitechapel Road where they were pushing a buggy and that buggy uh, had a, a child in. I, I, did they get rid of the buggy? Do we know when the taxi driver, were they just, because I know there is some footage of her just carrying the child rather than being in a buggy. Um, uh, I'm not 100% uh, sure on that. Um, I know that obviously we have seen pictures of the buggy and there have been pictures uh, without, so... I'll be honest with you, I'm not, not too clued up. Yeah. And my understanding is that, the, that there has been previous social ser children services involvement with Constantine in relation to two other children. Um, but uh, obviously the focus now massively is in relation to this child. Uh, and one of the other questions was about mental health. So at this present moment in time, they have been arrested in relation to child neglect, which is obviously the focus of that child. At any stage, there is a possibility that they may need to have a mental health assessment. And of course, if that mental health assessment is that they need to be detained under the Mental Health Act, then that is what would happen. They would be very carefully looked after and very closely watched whilst in custody. Uh, I'm sure they'll be in a, uh, a cell which has got uh, cameras in it accessible to see what's going on. Obviously, it's blanked out in certain areas, but they'll be watched very closely whilst in custody and made sure that they are their welfare is a, a paramount because of course they will be going through all kinds of things and we could hear we could we can understand from listening to what the father said is that uh, constantine has clearly been through a lot of emotional you know issues over the last eight years and where she is now may well be in a very bad place and and as a result of that clearly she's taken action which has not been you know, in the interests of her child. Uh, and as it is at this present moment in time, nobody knows where that child is. The hope is that she has left that child with somebody or left that child in a location where they are safe, they are warm, and they can be found. Of course, the problem is that she's not giving that information at this present moment in time. So the police really are a race against time. They talk in terms of, you know, the, the golden hour. And this 
this highlights it so much. You know, what is taking place now from 9.30 last night? And let's just bring you back in, Andrew, because my understanding was there was a literally as soon as they found them both last night and they didn't have the baby with them, the place was flooded with police very quickly. That's right. Um, police came in from all corners of the county and even uh, London from the Met as well. Uh, the police helicopter as well uh, flew in sort of around 11 o'clock uh, and that was circling the area for some time, uh, no doubt using its camera and its sort of thermal imaging technology and all of that to try and find uh, this child as well. Brilliant. Andrew, so just an update actually from one of our listeners to say that the buggy was found on the 7th of January in London. Uh, it's probably you know, quite a big thing and a cumbersome thing to be taking with you. And we've certainly seen her carrying the child. I think when we saw in some of that CCTV as well, her clothes were very baggy, very big. Uh, it's quite easy to hide a newborn child underneath that. So behind us, we've got, uh, or behind you, sorry, we've got a blue tent. Is that something that they've put up last night, isn't it? Um, yeah, so uh, to my understanding, there are refreshments inside there for the officers. Uh, and one of the really key things is is re is refreshments for officers. You know, one of the things that happens at any major investigation, particularly when it's outside, is one of the early things is calling a catering van because it's really important to keep the officers replenished to make sure that they can literally come back, refuel, and off they go again. These officers will be working very, very long hours now. They will all be putting everything in to try and find this young baby. And it's, of course, the worst thing that anybody wants, because it's a young child. And it's a young child that there is a desperate fight against the clock to find, with no help from the parents at all. They are having to use every element of their skill. And I think we've heard, Jody, you talked last night about being woken by the helicopter. Yeah, so the, the helicopter obviously was, um, was, was flying over Brighton um, uh, last night. Um, I think I, I probably heard it sometime around sort of half, half 10, maybe up to 11. Um, you could hear it swirling um, above. Uh, and obviously waking up this morning to find um, what it was uh, was obviously you know quite a, quite a sad thing i mean you know police, police helicopters um obviously are used in 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 a multitude of searches i know obviously being a, a local reporter down in brighton for a number of years that you know it really is um you know kind of a weekly occurrence for that to happen but um you know this could be police helicopters normally called out from anything from you know someone who's uh, uh, gone on the run in a car um to to uh, some missing people some mispers um, obviously, this one um, uh, very, very serious and, and quite a sad thing to wake up and realise um, exactly what they were looking for last night. Andrew, let's just recap some of the facts. So the family uh, went missing. I'll recap in a minute where it starts. But let's talk about last night. So 9.30 last night, 999 called to the police. What do they report? Uh, so they'd reported they'd spotted uh, Constance and Mark um, in the area. So that was on uh, in, in the Hollingdean area. Um, and shortly after, they were then arrested by Sussex police uh, without their child. And this all began on the January the 5th, when the pair abandoned a burning vehicle uh, on the Junction 4 of the M61. Constantine had given birth to her child in the back of that car, leaving the placenta. The placenta was then seized by the police and is now under forensic examination. They haven't yet got the results. Those results will tell them the sex of that child 
it may well be i don't know enough but it may well give other medical information they then went on the run and for a period of time there was no sighting they then resurfaced again uh, and having been resurfaced they really came to the real notice in uh, new haven when they were sighted properly at a garage and, and that is the last sighting of them when we hear from andrew he told us that a taxi driver talks about picking up two adults and a child so that's very positive at that stage when they were seen in new haven what was the date of that andrew uh so that was january 8th january 8th. so so around january the, so the fifth they go missing they're sighted in colchester on january the 7th and then january the 8th they are sighted in new haven but they haven't been seen since then and obviously 54 days on they are now in custody and the child is nowhere to be seen there is a huge search underway around the area where they were searched and i'm sure that will be opened up wider as they start to eliminate some of that areas we are all praying and hoping that there will be good news this really is the golden hour the opportunities now to find that child are getting less and less as the hours go by they are searching and using every resource available to them they'll be using helicopters dogs they'll be using specialist search teams they'll be using search team advisors to try and identify the most relevant places to search and of course they'll be using as much backtracking as possible some as many other forensics and don't forget when people you know go about their daily routine they often leave a footprint i don't know whether either or both of them had a mobile phone but they will if they have them on them be seized and of course they will be trying to get recapture as much footprint information from those phones so they can establish where they have been that would be great if there is a record there because it makes the police's job so much easier to be able to focus on areas the wider the area to search obviously the harder it is and the, the greater resources required to be able to do that and this really is a fingertip search we saw those pictures in the allotment let's just pop them back up again jody those pictures in the allotment and the amount of officers that are going literally from one area to the other lifting everything up looking for a tiny object a tiny object of course a child a baby to see if they are there well we all our thoughts are with that child we hope that there will be some positive news. Andrew, still a lot of activity behind you? That's right. I just had a group of, I would say, about 10 police officers just walk past me. Um, and there really has been all day a constant flow of vans, cars, officers walking in and out of the search areas. Um, and, and I think that will continue for the rest of the day. Yeah, I mean, I would suspect the police, sorry, so I suspect that Constantine and Mark were both using you know, burner phones, using throwaway SIMs, uh, and as a result of that, the information, if they're throwing the phones away, will be limited. But there will be a track of them in the most recent days or hours before they replace their last phone. And as the days got on, you know, those 54 days, they may well have become more cocky. They may well have thought, you know what? They haven't got us now and become you know uh, as a result of that less likely to change their phone maybe as often as they did in the first few days the importance of course of changing your phone is that nobody else has your number and of course if other people have your number then it's much harder to 
you know, to remain off the grid. They're very good at remaining off the grid and they were very used to doing that. Their time has come to an end. We now hope and pray that that young baby will be found as soon as possible. Andrew, thank you so much for joining us from the scene. I'm sure we'll come back and join you at another stage. Uh, take care and look after yourself. Thank you very much. Thank you, Jody, for uh, producing this. Thank you, Jamil. Jamil, just before we go, are there any final questions? Yeah, we just have a one more question from Dean Bridger who asks, uh, is there a public search party uh, permitted at the moment? I, I don't think there is. I think the public are being asked to provide any information or any sightings that they have or anything they've seen suspicious over the recent days. Uh, this place has been flooded by police. There is so many police officers there. And I think because it's now very coordinated by the police, you know, the public, of course, wants to help. But at this stage, because of the locality and because of how many police officers there, they aren't calling for the public to assist them other than to check in their own outbuildings or any other op uh, opportunities potentially where they could be on their property. A child has been left. So this is a developing story. I will keep you updated. Please do follow our Instagram and Twitter channels where we will keep you updated on any developments. I suspect that there will be a press conference later today uh, at probably you know, early evening where we will, I suspect, get an update from the police in relation to their search and what they have or haven't found. Let's pray that that child, that baby, will be found safe and well. Thank you. Goodbye.